Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to The World in 10, your daily podcast from the Times of London, reflecting the paper's expertise and analysis. I'm Cara Bentley. And I'm Stuart Willey. Today, a major conference in Amsterdam suggests the foods we eat could have serious repercussions for our hearts. And protests in Syria are bringing back memories of the Syrian uprising more than 10 years ago. When it comes to what we should be eating for a healthy diet, we should know that ultra-processed food is something to steer clear of. But a group of health experts gathering in Amsterdam is warning companies to stop selling foods that they say are killing us. They warn that a tidal wave of heart disease is looming. They're likening the dangers to tobacco. And they're warning this for the whole world. Now, the US diet in particular is among the worst in the world. Typically, 57% of daily calories come from ultra-processed foods, with Britain only slightly behind at 55%. And now two separate studies are showing that foods like ready meals and frozen pizzas significantly increase the risk of heart problems, as well as high blood pressure and strokes. And even, Stuart, I don't know if you know this, but even breakfast cereals Mm. and supermarket sliced bread are problematic, according to these experts? Yes, we talk about food deserts being really dangerous for people's health, where people can really only buy those sort of foods. But campaigners are calling for warning labels to be added to packets like they are on cigarettes. Dr. Chris Van Tulliken has written a book on the topic. He warns leaders to think very carefully about the form those warnings should take. Definitely the most important thing is to make good food affordable and available to everyone. At the moment, we have a food apartheid where the most disadvantaged people are literally unable to afford good food. To put a black hexagon warning people not to eat the only food they can afford is unjust, essentially a really unkind thing to do. It's a little surprising to learn that even foods marketed as healthier, including low-fat yogurts and protein bars, have been linked to poorer health of the heart. Now, Catherine Jenner is the director of the Obesity Health Alliance, and she's been explaining to us what makes a product ultra-processed. Not only is this food high in fat, salt, sugar, low in protein, low in fibre, but it contains ingredients that you wouldn't necessarily add or be able to replicate at home. Artificial colourings, sweeteners, preservatives, and they're presented as ready to eat. They often taste good. They're hyper palatable. So they have really strong flavours that maybe don't taste like the raw ingredients would. And they're quite often cheap as well. In The Times Online, you can read more about these two studies from China and Australia, which took data from a total of just under 350,000 people. There's also 
information on what you can do and what you should not do. In southern Syria, some of the biggest anti-government protests for years are taking place in that part of the country, with the face of President Bashar al-Assad being consumed by fire on a massive billboard. The protests are now into their second week and are a bit reminiscent of the beginning of the Syrian uprising against the government back in 2011. That led to the civil war. People are again calling for the downfall of Assad's regime. But the heart of this protest is in Sueda, which is in the southwest of the country, south of Damascus. And there's been a general strike there and hundreds of people have been chanting, Syria is ours, not Assad's. Now, Abby Cheeseman, who's covering the protests from Beirut for The Times, explains what's behind them. Primarily, it's the economy. The Syrian economy is both corrupt and completely war shattered. You know, the war is still going on in the northwest of the country. So it's been th- coming up 13 years now since this started. So the, the Syrian economy is completely broken. You know, the, the majority of people in the country physically cannot make ends meet Um And so, you know, the UN estimates 90% of the country is in dire poverty. And so the Syrian government recently doubled the price of fuel after they'd already removed fuel subsidies. And in the south of Syria, which is restive in comparison to the rest of the country, who are in general, I would say, far too scared to go out and protest on the scale that they did in 2011 that led to the civil war turned war. Uh, But in the south of the country, there's a slightly different political situation, and especially in Sueda, which is home to a religious minority that largely stayed out of the war. This is kind of almost their 2011 moment. This is their time that they've finally had enough. They physically cannot survive on the way that the economy is running. It's thought that Assad is treading lightly for now by not reacting, but that he would possibly respond quite harshly if it reached bigger cities. We head now to Zimbabwe, where the country has been praised for its mature democracy by its leader, but observers are questioning its election. President Emerson Mnangagwa, whose nickname is The Crocodile, has won a second term, and he's been in office since Robert Mugabe was ousted in 2017. I'm sure that very few people will say that the elections were marred by any violence, and I think this is what we should cherish This shows how mature our democracy is. The Times Africa correspondent Jane Flanagan is in Zimbabwe. She tells us how these results are being seen. It's dubious, to say the least. The governing ZANU-PF, which has been in power since 1980, has a long history of rigging elections. And many observers uh, say this is probably the most blatant uh, stolen election they've seen. It was certainly one of the quickest to be announced. The results of the presidential vote was not expected to be known until tomorrow. Uh, But they went ahead and announced that late on Saturday night. Um, So it does seem rather hasty. And at the moment, there's not much documented evidence to support that. 
the opposition have rejected this result and we'll see what they're prepared to do about it. But what happened after the 2018 election, which the opposition also disputed, um, you know, there was a very um, swift and brutal put down. Um, soldiers firing live rounds into crowds of electoral election protesters. So, you know, the atmosphere is very tense in Zimbabwe at the moment while people wait to see what the response is going to be to this. After this election and the criticism we've had from international observers, including African uh, uh, monitoring missions, which is most unusual, then it is hard to see how Zimbabwe can end its pariah status and re-engage with uh, the international community and get some sort of help uh, with sorting out its huge debts when it is sitting with a very, very um, disputed election. So the next few days are going to be really interesting to see how um, things, people resp respond locally, but also internationally. Opposition leader Nelson Kamisa here speaking after the results were announced. It is clear that we are rejecting the election as a sham, the result. The process itself, we disregard it, and it's in line with what the Sadiq observers have said. We reject this sham result and flawed process based on the disputed figures. So what will this term mean for the country? Well, Emangagwa's first term was marked by runaway inflation, currency shortages and sky-high unemployment. Now, the World Cup is over, but the repercussions over the suspended Luis Rubiales rumble on. Oh yes, he's currently suspended from his role as president of the Spanish Football Federation after kissing the player Yeni Hermoso after they won the final. An urgent meeting is being held today while his mother has actually gone on hunger strike and locked herself in a church in protest, citing an inhuman hunt against her son. These people on the streets of Madrid are pretty split about what's going on. It's not appropriate that he has done this, but as for the reaction, it does not seem to me that the situation is that bad. I think it was just exaggerated. It was just a moment of happiness and uh, he wanted to celebrate. Florence Welsh, the famously floaty and windswept singer of Florence and the Machine, has posted a rather cryptic message on Instagram about some surgery she's had, which she says saved her life. She says, I've had to have surgery for reasons I don't feel really strong enough to go into yet, but it saved my life. Mm, she added that she wished her songs were not so accurate in their predictions, adding, but creativity is a way of coping, mythology is a way of making sense. Now, she had to cancel some shows last week, but she says she will be rejoining her tour in Portugal and Malaga. And that's it from The World in 10 today. There'll be more tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.